MLM Nation, episode 727. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, ML Nation, I have a new and free tool to help you out, to help you achieve your goals. Hey, most goals fail because they don't apply the seven components of the consistency system. So I created a cheat sheet for you. This is based up from my book, The Consistency System, the seven components that help you increase sales and transform your business. It's free. Just head over to mlnation.com forward slash system. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest. This is someone that is close to me, a great friend. And we're talking about rags to riches a lot. I literally saw this guy rags. Uh, Well, maybe not in rags, but he was so poor. Uh, It was like 10 people living in a two-bedroom apartment when I first met him. And he's probably embarrassed about this, but at that time, he had trouble paying the hospital bill for his newborn baby. And uh, he was just hustling. This person, I met him in 2008 in the Philippines, just hustling. And to the point where I remember at that time, uh, I didn't know how to pay electric bill because they didn't have online billing there. And he would go all the way across town, take two hours in traffic to do it for 300 pesos, which is about like $6, two, three hours of time to do that. Struggling, never made any money. But one thing I did, and I had to, I'm kind of nervous for the show. And I know this intro is a little bit longer. I'm probably making him nervous too, because this intro is longer than I normally do, because he's such a close personal friend that I'm so proud of what he's done because I really saw him transformation. And you know what? He was at the beginning. I always talk about you never know who is going to be good and who's not going to be good. And when I first went to the Philippines, I wouldn't have said that he was going to be my leader. And that's why I say you never prejudge. And there were people that were smarter, better resources. But you know what? What? You, like one of my favorite quotes is you never underestimate the Harvard champion. And sometimes you can't tell. And for this guy, he was young at the time. He had done network marketing, failed many times, but he never quit and the hunger and desire. And we'll talk a little bit about the show. And uh, today he's uh, one of the top, top leaders. So anyway, not Sunil, my good friend. I, we finally have you on. Are you ready to make it happen? Yes, uh, Simon, thank you. Thank you for uh, inviting me here in MLM Nation. It's, it's been my dream to, to be in your show. But before anything else, I just want to thank you for all that you've done and for all that you're doing in the industry right now. I have so much things to say about you <laughs> because you have so much memories and uh, you've been a big part of my success here in the Philippines. And uh, I just want to tell everybody, though, you, you have the biggest organizations right now in my company here in the Philippines. Well, because thank of- you for the kind words. You know, uh, I want to give everyone a better background of you. Like I said, that was a very different intro. I've done over 700 different intros. That most of them are the same. That was very unique because it's a personal. You're a personal friend of mine. And for those who never heard about Natsunio, he, like I said, he grew up in a poor family, never finished college. He got into network marketing at a young age and struggled for five years before his major breakthrough. And that's another reason why he never quit. And today, he's a top leader who's made over $5 million. This is a person who could even pay the hospital bill to over $5 million U.S. in lifetime commissions. He's built a huge global organization that spans over 20 countries, has over 37, check this out, 37 diamond directors. That's multiple six-figures, 37 of them in this downline. He and his wife, or like I said, close friends of mine, have three kids. 
and live out in Manila, Philippines. So anyway, not welcome to the show. Why don't you take us to the background? You're young, you're poor, you're broke. How did you get into network marketing? All right. Uh, when we met, when we met, when we met Simon, I've been in the industry for five years already. Now, all in all, I'm, I've been in this industry for like 19 years. Wow, that was uh, so quick and fast as well. But you know, um, most people doesn't understand. Now, when they saw me in, in my company now, I mean, I hit this uh, huge income already in just 10 months. But what most people doesn't know, I've been struggling for the past five years <laughs> before in this company. So my first encounter in network marketing, because my uncle, my brother, all doing network marketing. And I was young and I was studying during that time. I was in college. I remember that. And I saw, the, I saw them doing this all uh, dream board. You see this dream board, right? And they would post it in our wall. And I get so excited. What, what are these things as well? I, what, what are these things? They told me these are the dream board as well. So I got excited because I thought when my brothers and my uncle become successful and rich, we will also have a, a better, you know, better lifestyle. But it never happened. It never happened. So when I was in college, fourth year, uh, before, before, before graduating, that's what my first... Uh, uh, that, that was the first time I joined network marketing company. So my brother invited me to join this local network marketing company. And, the, and, and first time I, I, I attended this, this training and I was so amazed and I was so excited as well because I could see all these figures. I could see all this income. And I was thinking in my head, like if I could make this kind of money, like I could, I could provide a better life for my parents. I really wanted to, have, to provide a good life for my parents because they've been working so hard for many, many years already. So I know how, how, how they work so hard, but, you know, and I, I, I also realized that, you know, if you're just working hard and if you don't have the right opportunity and just working hard, it would be very hard to make this good income, right? So right there and there, I realized like work, you, we have to work hard, but at the same time, we have to have the right opportunity or right vehicle as well. So when I saw this company, I joined immediately. Not much thinking. I was young. I uh, lack of knowledge, lack of experience. I just joined because of excitement. That's what my first encounter. And then, in fact, I'm a risk taker. I wasn't thinking, thinking, uh, thinking clear during that time. I would just get so excited. I quit studying just to really focus in this network marketing thing. <laughs> right? And you know what happened? First four months being full-time, the company closed down. Wow. The company closed down. And that was my first uh, big lesson in this industry. So I really wanted to prove that uh, my decision was right. So what I did, I joined company after company after company. And then in five years time, I've been to eight different companies already. So I was, I was a total failure. Can you imagine like talking to your friends over and over again and inviting them to this company and you will tell them, hey, this is the right opportunity for the eighth time, right? Nobody wants to believe me anymore. And I also, in my heart, like I started to feel like I'm a failure as well. Because I've been to eight companies for five years. And if somebody would invite me in network marketing, I totally, you know, I almost give up. I could say I quit at some point in network marketing. Because somebody would invite me, I would tell them, hey, I think I have the right to tell them this is, this is not for me. Because it, it's already five years and I've been to eight companies, eight times I failed. I mean, I was thinking like, you know, I have the right to tell you that this is not for me because I tried eight times already. How many people tried the same thing for the eighth time? 
for five years as well. What mistakes were you making that made you keep on failing? I, I didn't know during that time, but now I understand, right? I just joined company, right? Being with these people, I just enjoyed, I just uh, enjoying being with, uh, with my uplines, with my crossline. I'm just enjoying the experience, but I don't have that intentionality. I don't know how to set goals. I don't have the, you know, I could say I don't have the skills that it's needed to really grow the network marketing during mm-hmm. that time. So just like five years had passed and uh, I don't have much, I don't have much skills. I don't have much experience. It's just really me going there, just really showing up and not much development in terms of skills, not much development in terms of experience as well. So. Why did you stay with MLM? How come you didn't say, I'm going to just go get a job because I'm a failure. I'm, this is, obviously doesn't work for me. Eight companies. Why did yes. you stay with the marketing? Here's the thing. I, I told you earlier, like I, I think I, I, I quit at some point in network marketing. So I decided to go to other countries. That's, that was my plan, right? So then, then I looked for a, a job here in the Philippines that would uh, help me. So I was uh, housekeeping in a hotel. And uh, I thought this would give me enough experience so I could, uh, I could go to other countries or maybe cruise ship so I could work. I can earn somehow dollars so I could provide for my family. But I was thinking also in my head that I don't want to leave my, I don't want to leave my family. During that time, a uh, few months before we met, my wife, my wife now, my girlfriend during that time, Joanne was pregnant. My mother used to work in other countries for five years. And I was 12 years old during that time. I know how it feels to, to go home without, without parents because my, my dad needs to work 5 a.m. in the morning at 8 p.m. at night. And then my mother is in other countries working for five years as well. So the whole day, it's just me and my brothers as well. So I don't like that feeling. I don't like that feeling. So I was thinking like, I want to go to all other countries so I could make more money. But at the same time, in my heart, I have this inner conflict. Like, I don't want to leave my wife. I don't want to leave my kids. So... Seeing other people as well going in the other countries just to really work for money. But at the same time, they get divorced and family is not so good as well. Yeah. So what's the point of that? So that's my inner conflict. And then my uncle and then you, <laughs> my uncle introduced me to Yuzana. And then he, he then we met, right? That, that was the story. So I wanted to quit. But when I saw this, I saw this uh, company. I saw the products as well. And uh, I told myself, like, you know, I'm just going to give this one more time. But this time, this time, I'm really going to give my best. This time, I'm going to do this right. Because I know in my, in my, my mind, in my heart, that, you know, I didn't do it properly. Yeah. On my first five years in the business. You know, um, when you share that story, I totally forgot you, you were doing housekeeping. I remember you telling me now, because I, I just see your success now for the last nine, ten years. I remember when we first met, we went on a trip, on a prospecting trip at a hotel. And you were telling me, hey, did you know I used to do housekeeping? <clears throat> I totally forgot that. You told me that. And I think just to let you, people know about prospecting, why you never prejudge, is that I remember when we first met, right, that you said you failed eight times in five yep. years. And then there were other leaders that were successful. And then you were, if you look at these leaders, you say, well, this person is going to be successful. Not probably not going to be successful. Probably going to join. This is going to be his ninth company and he'll quit. And that's what you never, never know. You can never tell who's going to be good and who's not going to be good. So I wanted people to know the story that it was someone that wanted to meet me. 
And, you know, we always talk about one more meeting, one more meeting. Yep. And, yep. Um, you know, and I just had one more meeting, one more meeting. Okay. And it was a meeting. I don't want to go into details. Some of you may have heard me talk about it on stage at, tw- at you know, 12 p.m. midnight uh, after a long day shopping. I was going to meet Knott's uncle on a Tuesday. And on the weekend, this is like, we just got, I got married. I bought a new house. I'm hanging out with my wife. And, you know, his uncle actually wasn't even meeting your uncle. It was meeting your, well, you would be your aunt, your uncle's wife, right? Who was like a yep. maid at that time. and. My wife was like, "Why do you meet meet the you know the wife when you're going to meet the the uncle right on Tuesday?" But I did that meeting at 12 p.m. and when I was presenting, the uncle was actually on Skype watching, and this cousin, his cousin, his nephew, the young kid was not watching. And even when we went to Philippines, you were the first people I met. I was never impressed. I was like, "This guy's a nice guy." We went to like bubble gum for dinner or whatever. Never impressed. You never know. And then so you got started. I think back, you weren't that very, very successful in the beginning because a lot of people will hit ranks fast, but you were, I would say steady, didn't have the ranks. What kept you? Did you ever think that, oh my goodness, this is the ninth time I'm going to fail again? Did you have those doubts? I'm sorry? The, the question. Did you ever had a doubt that, oh, I'm going to fail again? This is going to be our ninth company. Anyway, outline. You know, the bubble gum, that was the first restaurant that I ate that, that was the first expensive restaurant I ate. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm so excited. I, 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 I just, yeah. That's why I'm so excited. just told me this recently. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, not just told me this recently, like a month ago, that, of course, I was taking them out and they chose the most expensive restaurant because they never had a really nice meal before. And I thought they were just, oh, they've been here all the time. Who knows? It might never happen, right? So, but anyway, going back to your question, uh, uh, Simon, you know, during this time, for some reasons, you know, once in a while, maybe you will have doubt. But I think during this time, what I have that I don't have on my first five years in the business is, is I have this clear why. Hmm. I have this really why that really impacted me during that time. I know that I had that I had to make this. It's either now or never. I, I, I knew that. So that's, I, was, I was prepared. I don't have the skills. I, don't, I still don't have the skills. I still don't have the experience. But during this time, I was prepared to do anything just to be really successful in this business. And you know what? When I was, during that time, I wasn't thinking of big income, really. I was just thinking for like about $300, $500. If I would make like $300, $500, this would, this would make a, dip, a big difference in my, in my life during that time, right? And you know what, guys? So for some of you that are not from here in the Philippines, you know, $300 and $500 is huge. That's about an average uh, uh, monthly salary income here in the Philippines. And yeah, just during that time, I was just really prepared to do almost anything legal and ethical. Just to give really an example. Yep. Give an example of prepared to do something that you did to do anything that the old not will not do. Okay. So I'm really, I'm really ready to attend all the trainings and not just to be there, not just to be present, but really learn. I'm really prepared to talk to people because my first five years, I was, you know, I was shy, right? I have so many excuses to do that things. If, if, if these things would make me uncomfortable, most of the time, chances are I will not do it. Right. Chances are I will not do it. But this time, because I, have, I know I, I, I need to make money. So I, I, I decided, I know in myself that I need to do this or else I would not make this kind of results. Right? I think that's, yeah. that's, that's the big difference. You know, the why, the why is, is super, super important. And I think this would be my last. I, I, I told to myself, this might be the last time because 
I don't wanna. I don't wanna go. I don't want to imagine myself going in other countries, leaving my wife and leaving my 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 son here in the Philippines. You know, I think you see that a lot of times. Where people attend the training, they're excited, emotional, but then when it comes to actually doing the work, they go back to the comfort zone. And I think yep. for you, you're actually like, this is it. You know, yep. I attend the trainings. I'm motivated. I learned, but I'm not gonna go back to oh, not and just do don't do anything. I'm gonna actually do things uncomfortable and actually talk to people. Yeah, yeah. The, the fear is always there. The fear is still there. The fear is still there. But you know this thing, you know that what we learned, right? So our dream is basically outside our comfort zone. But before we could get to that dream, we have to over we have to overcome this uh this fear, right? From from a comfortable comfort zone and then fear and then our dreams. So I knew, no, I I I I knew that uh the only way for me to become successful was to really, to to basically overcome all of these things. This How do you fear, overcome it? How do you over? Oh, you can't. You just do it. How do you overcome? You know, just it? yeah, yeah. You're right. Just do it. I wasn't really thinking and analyzing so much. Looking back, I could say that I wasn't really thinking and analyzing so much when I was starting. I just, I'll just show up. Whatever my upline will tell me, and you will tell me, I will just do it. They say just do present, present the business, talk to people, invite people. I'm just doing it every single day. This time with much intensity because of of my wife, right? And uh, I know not everyone would basically join, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that some would join. So some will join, some will just so what, and then next. And I'm just really, I, I remember I was just really focusing on, on vital actions, vital activities. I wasn't doing a lot of things during that time, except from vital actions. Yeah. Back now, aside from vital actors, is inviting, prospecting, talking to people, attending trainings, goal setting with my outlines. That's all the things that I'm doing. Before I sleep, I was I, I would think about my goals. And when I wake up in the morning, that's the first thing that I will do. So that's- what was the turning point or aha moment in your business? Maybe the first where things really all of a sudden really, really start taking off. So you you know, you're making I remember 300, 400, 300, 400, all of a sudden do your big moment and things start taking off. Okay. I think when I'm around six months or five months in this company, five months or six months, the first four months, even though I have these five years of experience with no results, the first five months in this company was still a struggle because you still need to learn how to present this company, these products as well. You need to develop new habits as well. And, and it was really, really challenging. My first income is a second month. I didn't make any money on my first month, right? Third month, I make money, but all of this is just, you know, uh, break even. Break even. I was just, you know, I was just living with the $2 a day during that time. So on my fifth month, because my son, uh, here in the Philippines, we had to, how do you call it? Uh, baptize? Yeah. Baptism? Something like that, right? Uh, we don't have any money. So, the my my wife, uh, her mom was asking, like you know, when 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 will be your son will be baptized? Oh, oh yeah, we'll have baptism. John is always saying like, oh, Nat is busy. Maybe we could do it two months, three months from now. But the truth is, we don't have any money. So my aha moments, like that was my goal. So on the fifth month, we made four hundred dollars, and we're able to have this, you know. Baptism. When our son was already, I think, like eight months or nine months old during that time, you usually do it on your first month. 
<laughs> but but we were able to do it during our, uh, his eighth or ninth month because we don't have any money. That's the aha moments because this is the first time I broke that four hundred dollar mark. How did you do it? So what 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 did you do? Something different or just or you just got the skills and finally learned it? Yes. Yeah, so here's the thing. So I thought the first five the first four months I don't making I'm not making any progress at least in my results I'm not making any progress. But little did I know that I'm learning the skills already. I'm sharpening the skills, right? I'm talking to a lot of people. So even though they are not joining, but I'm learning a lot from them. Different backgrounds, different age, different salary, different objectives as well. So all of this I'm learning. I'm learning that, you know, how to talk to these people, how to close to these kind of people as well. So, and then I have a few downloads as well who's learning with me, who don't have yet big results. But, you know, over time, if you will do things every single day, every single day, and then my downlines, our, my first, our first leaders are basically started to gain new skills with me as well. Then five months, six months, then boom. We, I made $400 in, in one week. And then the next one, it would be like $1,000 after that $400. You know, that month I made like, you know, around... Twelve hundreds or one thousand two hundred dollars around that month. The following month, I made like more than three thousand dollars. The month after that's like four thousand dollars, and never went down after this point. Yeah. it was a solid income. And if you would ask me, what's what's really the key in that? It's like the really first six months or the first five months that I don't see any results in terms of income, but it changing a lot. From the inside, like the skills, inside. the mindset, uh, the, the confidence as well, how you talk to people, because communication is important, right? So, yeah, a lot of people say, Well, I've been doing it all the time, and like, uh, I'm not getting results. How come I don't have the breakthrough? But you were consistently doing those income producing activities every day, yep. like even when you're earning only zero dollars a hundred, almost mm-hmm. like you're making four thousand, doing it all the time. It's not mm-hmm. like because you're not getting results, you were slowing down. You keep you maintain yep. that consistency. It's like I guess it's like learning a kid learning how to swim or learn how to ride a bike. You do it all of a sudden one day you get it, but you have mm-hmm. to be on that bike every single day. You yep. know, and so I want to switch a little topics here. I think one thing that I shared your story to many many people I've coached is like you know I talk about the, the, the three mistakes in network marketing. Number one is uh, quitting or qu- you quit. Number two is getting to management mode, and number three is going full time too early. And I think number two, getting management But one thing I really, I think everyone needs to hear this is you got to a rank where you were like six figures. Right? I remember Ruby at that time. And so Ruby is like 2000 a week, right? And, yep. but yep. not you had bigger dreams. You always had big dreams to travel in the US, be making millions, giving back, you know, God's important. And I remember, and I think everyone needs to listen to this. Every day, not was in the company office for 12 hours a day, averaging, and people say, how many presentations do you have? Averaging eight to nine presentations a day, everyone. Mm-hmm. And he did it for two years. And so I think the only day, I and mean, Saturdays, Monday to Friday, 12 hours a day, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Saturdays, you did it in the mornings, maybe nine to like 2 p.m. And then spend time. Sunday, you were with family and maybe did a little bit. But that is what it takes and did for two years. What kept you so focused and so disciplined? Because that's something like, I was like, wow, even I'm consistent. That's very hard to do. What kept you focused and not burn out? That, that, that's a very good question, Upline. Uh, 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 you know, if, even though we hit this kind of income, like $2,000 every single week, I remember my wife was, was telling me, like, you know, 
I mean, this income is huge for us. Can you imagine like making like $2,000 every single week here in the Philippines, right? And and she was telling me like, you know, what else do you need to do? What else do you need to prove? Why you're working so hard? Because, you know, um, during that time, it's my confession with you guys. Like, I don't have much time with my wife. I don't have much time with my with my son during that time and my family as well. All I do is just to really build the business, really. And uh, and, and Simon was is, is basically right. And sometimes it's not, it's not even 12 hours, sometimes even more, sometimes 16 hours, sometimes 18 hours. But, you know, looking back, that's what it takes to really build a huge business. We are not making like an income, that an ordinary income every single month. We are not doing this just to have an okay life. I think the reason why I'm consistent, going back to your questions upline, is my fear in going back to the life that we used to be. Right. So when I when I started to have this kind of income, when I started to to believe in myself, and I, we started to have this success, then I realized, like, wow, we could really. This is really possible. This is really happening right now. And you know, knowing that you're knowing your skills already, your experience, your mindset that you grew. Remember, your income is always equivalent to your value as well. So it will never go back to that. You know, but I don't want to be complacent because I still have big dreams. I still want to provide the uh, for my for my family, my my parents, and, and my other siblings as well. And I still have these bigger dreams. So we, I remember that discussion with me and my wife, and I I cried, really. And that's 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 where she she understood that you know this is really my dream. I told her like you know I've waited so much for this until now. I'm very emotional. I waited so much for this, right? Yes, we are making. $2,000 every single week is huge, but not huge enough to provide for our dreams. I'm not just thinking about myself, but to, to provide for others as well. And I was in the zone and I don't want anyone would, would, would stop me in that. So, yeah. I mean, all my, yeah, that, that, that was my focus. You were definitely in the zone. Like I remember eight, nine presentations a day and you just stay in the office and people bring pre- people to you. You do your own personal produ- production. Yep. Um, and I think just to let, just to remind everyone, like in Philippines, like a doctor, what does the average doctor makes? What? 400 a, a month, 400 us a month. I mean, uh, in terms of, in terms of income. Yeah. Income. Uh, not us, maybe like $8,000, $10,000 a month. Pe- pesos. 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 Okay. I don't know. So US, that's about- US dollars, US dollars US. a month. Yep. No, no, but no. In, the- in Philippines, how much do they make a doctor? I don't know, maybe like three thousand, four thousand. Yeah, a month. But yeah. that's 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 huge already. Not all doctors make that kind of money. Right, right. And now now you have someone like not making two thousand a week, which is and most people make three like a nurse. You know, they make three four hundred a month. Most people. Yeah. Is, is, would that be correct? Most people make three four hundred a month. Yeah, three four hundred dollars a month. Three or four hundred US a month. Making US. And yes. uh, during that time, I was making $2,000 US every single week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. but you still got the hunger and desire. So right, right now, you've earned over 5 million in commissions US, right? Um, what motivates you to keep going? I, ha- I, had my, I had my seasons as well, to be honest. I've been in this, in this company for 14 years. I tasted success already. We had, we had consistent income for the past 10 years. And praise God for that. You know, we, were, we are making not less than seven figures monthly income in pesos every single month for the last i think nine years or ten years and i'm always i'm always uh telling to my dollars like you know i'm not sharing this to brag 
But I'm telling this to them, like, if you build your business right, because you can you can build your business in the wrong way. If you can build your business right, this is the, the possible income that you could get. And it could be consistent. It's true that there's a, you know, a semi-passive income in Yuzana, right? So not, not totally 100% passive income because we, we have a longer vacations, we have better options, but you still need to be there and work. So I have my season as well that, you know, I was trapped to a management mode, especially when I made the seven figures every single month. And I told myself, like, I was thinking, like, what else can I prove? I don't have nothing to prove. And the hunger wasn't there anymore. And I was just cruising for like, I don't know, three, four years. And then one day, one day, just, just uh, woke me up. Woke, woke, uh, this realization woke me up is I'm not here. I'm, God gave me this opportunity. God gave me this leadership. God gave me this, this great story as well. Right, so he didn't put me in this position just to serve myself. I'm here no. to also serve others as well, right? So 13 years ago, there was you, who inspires me, who trained me to be successful, right? Like who I am today. I should do the same thing, really. If not, it's not because of you and Upline Ed and other mentors who helped me. I would not be here. And during the three and four years that I was cruising, I wasn't doing my part, and I realized I was so ashamed with myself, like you know. And I was also thinking, what else can I can I model to my to my kids? You know, it, it's good to have time to rest, to have vacation as well. But it's not good to have so much time and not doing something that's really meaningful and purposeful. It's not really a good, we're not really being a good role model to our children, to our leaders as well. So and when I when I when I had those realizations, then I told myself, like, this is what I I, I was going to do for the rest of my life. Hmm. Really serving people, serving God in this opportunity, in this platform as well. Because he's the one who provides all these things as well. I mean, if I would not be here then, and then teaching these uh, this next generations and helping them as well. Remember those who are ahead of us, who dug the well? That's why we could drink this water as well. So I think we should do the same thing. Yeah, yeah that's very inspiring. And just to let your listeners know, I'm not talking about seven figures a month. That's over 20,000 something US a month. Which is, uh, yeah, a doctor makes only 4000 a month. And he's making t- over 20000 30000 a month. Uh, it's a lot, lot. The income there in the Philippines, the buying power is like 10 times, more than 10 times what you can do in the U.S. But not mm-hmm. still out there, going out there making an impact. So I want to ask you another question. What is your, in my favorite question, what is your worst, worst, worst moment in network marketing? To the point that you wanted to quit, thought about quitting, but you didn't quit. And that's why you are the leader you are today. Uh, that was December of 2008. I met you already during that time, Simon, but just online, I guess. No, no, I think you came here already. Yeah, I, I came met a you few once. times. Yeah. I, I met you once during that but we time. Never ta- we, we talked a little bit, very mostly through your uncle. So I didn't talk. Yeah. In, in so other words, that- everyone, not was like a nobody. <laughs> You're nobody. You're like a little guy. I didn't spend much time talking. I always talk to like the, his uncle, this other guy, Mel, the big wigs. But that's yes. what I say. You never prejudge. You never know who's going to be good. But I knew that was hungry because you always show up for the trainings. You always showed up early. You always had a heart to help. I talk about helping me pay the electric bill and all that. But uh, yeah, so you know, go on. December 2008, what happened? December 2008. I, I'm just uh, like two months in this company. And, you know, but in my head, I've been here for five years and here again, 
But you know, it's not easy, even though you decided already that you're willing to do whatever it takes to become successful as well. So, I mean, one of the most hardest part for me is that December of 2008, because we don't have any money. John is the only one who's making money. He's making around $300 a month during that time. But that $300, she needs to divide it. Some of that money, we need to give some money to my parents because we are living with them. Of course, share the electricity bills, share the water bills well. And most of that money will go to uh, buying milk because Joanne cannot do breastfeeding all day because she's working every day. And we don't have any fridge during that time. And uh, for some of you there who is mom, you know that you know the milk should be frozen, right? So we don't have any fridge. So we have to rely on formulas as well. And it's thousand, thousands of pesos every single week. So most of the $300 go there. And, you know, my wife, you know, doesn't really have any money every day. And we have this, we have this fight. And I was so down during December. Like, I was really crying. I was really praying. Like, Lord, I've been doing this for the past five years. I don't have any bad intentions. All I want is just to provide for my family. Right? I'm not doing any bad things as well. I'm not cheating. I'm not stealing to people as well. So why is it so hard? I remember that prayer. I was, pray- I was, I was praying during that time. And I was crying. I was crying while reading reading a book. <laughs> while reading a book. And then after that prayer, I remember myself, I, uh, I, 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 I want to motivate myself because I cannot afford not to be motivated because who, who, who else will show up tomorrow, right? I, I knew that, you know, that the future of my family, including my parents as well, would be during that time would be dependent on me because they're working so hard for decades, you know, just like what I shared with you guys, but we don't have that much results. We're still renting. And we still don't have our own place as well. So I knew because of this opportunity in network marketing, this high potential income, as long as you're willing to work hard on it. But it was really, really so hard. And I was, I, and I remember I, 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 I borrowed this, uh, the, the old, old, old iPad to upline Ed, my, my, my mentor, my uncle during that time. And I was listening to this music that I believe I can fly by Mariah Carey. And uh, I don't know what's the... Or Kelly. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Just to really motivate myself. Just really, and I was, I was crying. And I wanted to give up. I wanted to give up. And then my wife told me, like, you have until February, two months, <laughs> to make at least $200 one month. If you're not going to make that kind of income, then you have, to, you have to find another job. And, you know, I understand where she's coming from. Because she's the only one who provides for our family. And for uh, I, I'm 26 years old during that time, 5'10", <laughs> and cannot provide a single penny. I was really devastated during that time. I, 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 don't, I don't want to be in that, in that place. You know, more than the income, the most important thing is the, the, the reputation, right? I wanted to be the one to provide for my family as well. So I want to redeem myself. So I told him, I told her like, okay, February, February, even though it's so much emotions during that time, then I decided, okay, February, I knew where she's coming from. I mean, she has, she has no reason to, 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 to be really happy because I wasn't, I wasn't producing anything. And remember when she, when she gave birth is all her money out of credit card. I don't have any savings for nine months. So I, you know, she has all the rights. She has all the rights to be upset. And, 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 and that's why, you know, I, I really appreciated her because uh, she, she stuck with me. 
right? During those hardships. And it's hard, yeah. right? That's yeah, what I'm I, I remember. I remember the, uh, even that first year, the relationship mm-hmm. issues. Because money causes relationship problems. Yep. Right. That was the worst. That, that was Stress. the mo- worst moment. Yeah. And that, that's December. And you know, one more, one more thing. One more thing I want to I wanna share in that. Because I was forced to, to borrow a, a stroller. Because we don't, we don't own one. Right, and I have to bring my son into her office because here during Christmas we're caroling, right? Where they could give gifts, money, right? So we don't want to do that. That that's not the kind of person who that 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 we are. But I was forced to do that for my son, not for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So those things, and I told myself like this will never, this will not happen again. Yeah. This will be the last time. How important is consistency to success? That's very important. That's it's. It says here. This is one of my favorite quote. Like success is the product of daily habits, not in a once in a lifetime transportation, a transformation. And that is consistency, right? You could be good at one thing, but if you will do it once in a while, you're not gonna make any results, right? So I would choose this guy who is showing up every single day, and being consistent over this guy who have so much talent, so much potential, who is showing up once in a while. Between these two, the one that would be really, really successful is the guy who's showing up every single day. Yeah, right? I think um, that's why I knew you'd be really good. I think getting back to when you hit Ruby, because uh, a lot of people hit Ruby and then the income drops, but you still showed up 12 hours a day to do eight, nine presentations a day. While some yeah. people would do maybe two, two, three presentations a week, and you were doing eight, nine a day. Mm-hmm. And always have sort of. Yeah, you always had a circle of people. Uh, yeah. Hey, ML Nation. If you're frustrated at where you're at, I have some good news. I finally, now that the book launch has happened, my book is published, I actually have some time for one-on-one coaching to help you. During this program, this is not a group coaching. It's actually hands-on one-on-one coaching. I'll give you my cell phone. You can reach out to me seven days a week and I actually hold your hand and show you exactly what to do. During the five steps, everything from your video to your presentation. I look at your slides. I look at what words you're using so that you can close more prospects. I hold you accountable and help you grow your business faster. Uh, obviously, I can't take everyone. But it's a short application process. If, you go, if you're interested, go to mlnation.com forward slash coaching. Okay, mlnation.com forward slash coaching. Take five minutes to apply. Let me know more about you. And after you fill out the application, I'll reach out to you within 24 hours. Anyway, I look forward to helping you. I really want, let's do this together. Let's make the rest of the year your best year. And I want to help you. Hey, thank you so much. I could talk to you forever, but we're going to go to the end of the show. Some quick questions to pick your brain. And these can be uh, very quick one sentence replies. Okay. So the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Maybe it's the one you just said, or you have another one. Yep, this one. But the first one is before it's like some people are some people succeed because they are destined, which is I believe. But most people will succeed because they are determined. That's my, my first ever favorite quote during that time. I see, I love that. Some will su- succeed because they're destined. Most will succeed because they're determined. Yep. I love that. And the other one was what? What was the other quote that you said about daily habits instead of what's that one? Behind this you? This one. Success is the products of daily habits, not once-in-a-lifetime transformation. That's great. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? 
maybe for me, it's like the habit of continuously learning because it really helps me a lot. It, it, it gets me motivated. Like every day, if I work out, I always listen to, to YouTube or Spotify that would basically motivate me. In my car, when I'm going to drive, going to presentations or other, other places as well, that I would listen to audios as well. And that's really helped me a lot over the, over the years. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Just continue every day. In the Philippines, we call it like tuloy-tuloy lang. That's what my upline is always telling me. Not tuloy-tuloy lang. In English, like just continue. Just continue. Just like what they are saying. No matter what, just continue. It doesn't make What's sense your... at the beginning, but you know, it, it, it made a lot of sense now. Yeah. What's your favorite prospecting tool? So say today you have an interested prospect. Do you hop on the Zoom or present to them? Do you send them a video, a personal video, or maybe a company video? Um, you meet them. What do you like to use? Yes. I call them and set up a presentation. So I will personally present the business to them. So that's how I invite now. And if there's one tool that I'm using for follow-up and for opening their mind, is my one of my favorite is the, the Pipeline Story YouTube. Oh. Because it presents the, the leverage income. Yes. Which is the linear income. It's the Pablo and... Uh, Pablo and Bruno. Pablo and Bruno. <laughs> yes. 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 That's awesome. What's your favorite app on your phone that's not a social media app? Uh, Spotify. I love Spotify. What are two or three books you could recommend? Uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's one. The law of lead, the leadership, 21 laws of leadership by John Maxwell. That helps me uh, go from Ruby Director to Emerald and Diamond as well. That's one. And of course, the Bible. Yes, amen. And here's the last question, the million dollar question. You ready? So yeah, imagine, yeah. You had to, imagine you had to start all over again and you knew nobody. You're like an alien that went to another planet. You didn't know Joanne, didn't know your kids. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build a network marketing business from scratch? That's good. I will go to the place where most people gather, right? And the first thing that I will do is to really connect with them, build relationship, and add value. That's what I will do. Because I will connect with them, build, you have the relationship, and then you add value, you build, you build influence. And then every time you want to pitch them about the business, it will be the easiest part. So what's the place that you go? That people gather? Where? Maybe sports club. And then how do you provide value? Because a lot of people say value. What's an example of providing value? I mean, always always be willing to help. Because if, if you're always be willing to help, it would present you so much opportunity to talk to people as well. So they would yes. open up to you as well. And just really, I'm always telling to my daughter, it's always fine, always smile. Always be ready to help because you know who knows you you don't know this this the uh, this uh, this would open so much opportunity as well. Hey, thank you so much. As we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then, what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Not okay. You could uh, you could uh, connect with me, Nathaniel Sunio, in Facebook, and I have this page as well that I use to inspire and motivate people. Nat Sunio. Sometimes I go live in there. And maybe my advice to you guys, just really believe in the industry that we are in. 
you know, there's so many, so much opportunity out there. But you know, I've been in this company, I've been in this industry for 19 years. And what I've realized now, through the ups and downs and through these recessions, through this pandemic, still, I believe it's one of the best opportunity for average people is still network marketing because average people doesn't have huge capital. The average people doesn't have huge network. They don't, doesn't have skills. So the best business for them is network marketing. And seeing these people, seeing these success people, seeing their stories as well. So you could have an idea uh, of the life that they could have in this industry. And just continue. <laughs> hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with not Sunio. So keep up the momentum. Go to mlnation.com. Click on the podcast tab at the top in the show notes. But with all the nuggets of wisdom that not shared, we right there, including the links to his profile. Definitely check out his Facebook page. Check out what he's doing. He's got amazing pictures of his travel with his kids and his family. And also the value he provides on his Facebook page. We'll have the links right there. Definitely follow him and check him out. Hey, in order to be successful in life, in business, and in network marketing, you must help others. So not thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. Hey, ML Nation. I would love to prospect together with you and also help guide you on what to say, how to reply back to your prospects so that you can get your next customer or rep this week. You want to know how? Just go to PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Again, that's www.PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan. That was a little bit different, that episode. You know, I was very emotional. Uh, I actually had a long day today. Um, it was tiring, hot. I didn't sleep as much last night and the baseball by the boys. But once I got onto the getting ready for the show, and I did it in the evening my time, um, I got excited and I got emotional because I've seen that. I've known him for so many years. And you know that one of the secrets is um, to find people better than you, right? In network marketing, find people better, smarter than you, better than you. And that was definitely one of those people that I got onto my team. And to watch them grow from not having any money. When I talk about poverty, there's a, I love Philippines. I love the people there, but there's also a lot of poverty there. And that was one of them. I saw him struggle. One, uh, he talked about, um, you know, with his wife and the challenges. I was there. I remember that. I remember the financial stress and stuff. And, but the thing is, you, difference with not struggling was making that decision to actually take action. Making that decision to get outside the comfort zone, right? Because before he would attend trainings, learn, and I never, maybe some of you are like this, you listen to podcasts, you get motivated, but you actually don't take action. And taking action means talking to people. Now, you may hate talking to people. You may not be good at it. I was not good at it. Not was not good at it, but he did it anyway. And the fear is always going to be there. It's not going to like, the fear is going to disappear. But you learn to act in spite of fear, not act it in spite of fear. And knowing that all your dreams and goals are outside your comfort zone. Every day, focusing, inviting, prospecting. And, you know, he struggled for five months. But doesn't mean if you're doing it consistently, working that DMO, right? Inviting, prospecting, meeting new people, you're getting better and better every day. You're not a failure. You, your skills are getting better. And getting lucky. You, you know, you want to get lucky, you need hard work. Is when, luck is when hard work meets opportunity. The first five months, he did it. I get lucky. And, and we didn't have time to talk about it in the show, but how he found one of his first leaders was uh, his wife worked at the bank and found someone there, right? And his wife 
Lot's wife wasn't even doing the business, but connected them. And that turned out to be a teller that you never expected. And the teller had a boyfriend that was very pretty smart, but never did networking. And that guy was but was a valedictorian, was very smart, instantly brought a whole group of people, really became Knott's first leader. So you just never, never know, right? The lucky breaks. But you have to work hard, stay consistent to get lucky. A lot of you, I think you listen to this, you know what you need to do already. It's not like more training. You need, some of you do, but most of you, you know, you're up on your teams, you're providing. If you don't need, by the way, you don't have any training. Okay, be a part of purpose-driven networkers. I can definitely help you there. Okay, or do one-on-one coaching, definitely help you. But a lot of you who have the training, you need what the missing link is accountability, the consistency going there. And, you know, I shared a story many times and shared it again. And I talked about it again. It's like management mode is the kiss of death. And the thing that made me realize not was going to be really, really good, destined for success, deter- is he, even when he was making 2000 a week, which most people will coast, he was doing eight to nine presentations every day. The company office in Manila will open at 11 a.m. He'll go there, have a table there. Um, he would do, set up meetings at the office. His downlines will bring people there. He'll have a table and his team will take up all the tables in the, in the office. And you go there, you do meetings, have the meetings. Um, you eat lunch in the office. There was like a food court downstairs. You buy the food, bring it in the office and eat. And then dinner will be the same thing. Go back to the food court, grab food, eat in the office. And then they'll have big opportunity meetings at night. And then afterwards, sometimes more than after the office closed at 11. And in fact, we didn't even talk about this. The company actually extended the office. The, the company used to close at 9 p.m. They extended to 11, but they turned off the AC. Okay. Um, so people were hot there. And but they, he would still do meetings, and sometimes once the, the building closed at eleven, they will go down to the uh, there's a coffee shop or there's like a rest, Mexican restaurant down there, like a taco stand. There's another like fried chicken place. Go there to do more meetings to one two in the morning. And you know now he's literally like the, one of the wealthiest people, top one percent in the Philippines, right? This is a country where um, most people make four five hundred. Five hundred is actually a lot, three four hundred dollars a month, and he's making way way more than that. Twenty. You know, we're talking about 20000 a month, uh, four or five times more than a doctor makes. And because of this amazing profession, now he's able to give back and inspire others. Um, you know, awesome shot. I can go on and on about this, but he gave great value in terms of, at the end, great advice about if you want to meet people, give value. Always be willing to help, right? Whether it's online or offline, social media, give value, right? That's how you include willing to help. Be a person who listens and help, and you will increase your influence. Okay, anyway, I can go on and on, but not. It's amazing. Uh, just proud of proud of what he's done. Go follow him on social media. I'll put the links in the show notes page and connect with him. He is awesome and uh, really a heart of a... And, you know, I always say this, how you do some things, how you do everything. And even off the air, I talked about small little things he did. I realized that this guy's going to be good. And at the beginning, I didn't think he was going to be good. He definitely did not stand out. He didn't... If you're looking about, hey, who's going to be my A player? He definitely wasn't an A player. He was poor and broke and uh, had failed in you know, eight different companies. Definitely was an A player, but never, never underestimate the heart of a champion, right? And the determination. Or if you stay consistent, I always share consistency creates mastery. Anyway, that's all I have. If you like the show, please leave a review. Hey, this is Simon Chan. Thank you for listening. I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession and super grateful for my good friend, Natsunio. You know, he's just busy traveling around the world to finally able to do the share, inspire others, definitely connect with them. And thank you for listening. Hey, I'm out of here. Go take action. Remember, it's not just what you learn, it's what you take action on that matters. Go talk to someone, go follow up with someone and go out there, have a positive impact on someone's life. God bless you all.